Welcome to the Hospital Finance Podcast, your go-to source for information and insights that can help you stay ahead of the challenges impacting healthcare finance. And now, the host of the Hospital Finance Podcast, Michael Passanate. Hi, this is Mike Passanate, and welcome back to the Hospital Finance Podcast. Recently, Bessler released a white paper entitled Driving Optimal Revenue Cycle Performance. And that white paper details research that we and Hims Media conducted uh, looking at uh, over 100 uh, respondents in revenue cycle and HIM and, and other areas of finance within the hospital about their perceptions of where uh, revenue cycle is uh, going right and perhaps where some things are, are going wrong. Uh, one of the statistics that stood out to us uh, during that research were that one-third of the respondents felt that DRG optimization was not a solved problem. And that given that many of them felt uh, that their software uh, was optimized uh, to handle um, DRGs appropriately. And so we kind of want to sort that out for you here today. And uh, to join me in, in, in walking through that topic is Laura Legg, who is our Director of Revenue Integrity Solutions at Bessler. Welcome to the show, Laura. Thanks, Mike, and thank you for having me. Uh, a pleasure as always. So, Laura, for those in our audience who are not familiar with the the term DRG optimization or what that's all about, could you just explain that for us? Sure, Mike. And understanding DRG optimization does require a little bit of background. Um, the important parts are that DRGs were developed at Yale University in the late 1960s. But they were developed to uh, monitor quality of care and utilization of services for hospital inpatients. So they really served as a kind of cataloging of patient diseases and conditions. But all that changed in the 1980s uh, when it was changed to a means of determining hospital reimbursement for inpatient stays in the United States. It's important to note that we are the only nation in the world that uses DRGs as a reimbursement methodology. Uh, DRG optimization is a term used when hospitals are striving to obtain optimal reimbursement or the highest possible payment to which the facility is legally entitled based on the coded data supported by clinical documentation in the patient's record. It kind of goes back, Mike, to that old saying, if it was not documented, it was not done. So if a hospital performs services and they aren't documented, the payment for those services can be denied. So people do use a lot of different terminologies when they're talking about DRG optimization. They might use some interchangeable terms such as DRG validation or DRG audits. But that's really uh, where DRG DRGs came from. And just a little background, Mike. Great. Thanks for that, Laura. Um, Laura, can all hospitals optimize DRGs? Yes, Mike. All hospitals that are reimbursed using DRG system should be optimizing their DRGs to ensure uh, optimal revenue capture. Not doing so could be a significant loss in revenue. Hospital uh, Critical access hospitals are exempt because they're paid a percentage of their charges and not paid by DRGs. So when your hospitals are doing DRG optimization, Mike, it's important to point out that they also need to be ensuring compliance with regulatory requirements around DRGs. 
And those regulatory requirements are set by CMS, the OIG, and some other entities. So it's really important to know that any good DRG optimization endeavor also includes a review of the claims for compliance, which means you're reviewing those DRG payments that might exceed the correct amount. So both DRG optimization and compliance reviews are complex processes, but they're equally important. Medicare does not want claims to be overcoded or undercoded. Medicare wants hospital claims to be submitted with the correct DRG assignment. So let's get into how DR op DRG optimization is done. Can you explain that for us? Well, DRG optimization, Mike, is done through inpatient coding audits. So an organization should audit, audit all the elements on an inpatient claim that are used to determine the DRG. And those are diagnoses, procedures, and discharge status codes. There are trained uh, individuals in organizations, sometimes they're certified coders, that are experienced in ICD-10 code assignment. And those people can perform DRG optimization and compliance reviews. Now the main goal of these reviews is to verify the accuracy of the hospital diagnosis and procedure code assignments that affect DRGs. So really in general their job is to ensure the diagnostic and procedural information and the beneficiary's discharge status are coded and reported by the hospital on its claim and that those codes match both the attending physician's description and the medical record documentation. So those coding experts really validate the principal diagnosis, secondary diagnosis codes, procedure codes, all that potentially can affect the DRG assignment. Now the actual process itself, Mike, of DRG um, is based upon accepted principles of coding practice. So those are really industry standards. And the two most important references we have for that are the CMS and cooperating parties publish what we call the official guidelines for coding and reporting. We also have the American Hospital Association that publishes Coding Clinic. So those are the two resources that should be used when organizations are reviewing for DRG validation. And Laura, can you describe the optimization process after the DRG is assigned? I can, Mike. And what's, what it really is, is really a second set of expert eyes to assure that all the coding is done according to industry guidelines and is consistent with the provider's documentation in the record. So during the DRG review process, it can be either pre-bill or post-bill. A difference in the initial DRG assignment and the reviewer's DSP DRG assignment may be found. When this happens, then a reconciliation process takes place. When the final DRG assignment is determined, the claim is sent to the payer. Traditionally, most DRG differences are ascribed to, to maybe a coding error, implying that the established guidance from the official coding guidelines and the AHA coding clinic were not followed. But there can also be a change in the sequencing of diagnoses or procedure codes that can change the DRG. But once the final DRG assignment is made, the reconciliation takes place, uh, this, the, the claim can then be billed or rebilled. So, Laura, hearkening back to my comments at the beginning of the podcast where most of the respondents, two-thirds, in fact, of the survey that was conducted um, noted that DRG optimization is, is not a solved problem. Why is this issue so important right now? 
Well, one of the reasons, Mike, and probably the big reason is that code assignment is done in one of the most vulnerable areas of revenue cycle, and that is coding and clinical documentation. So the coding aspect of it is especially vulnerable right now because we're in a relatively new coding system, ICD-10. The previous industry accuracy rates under ICD-9 were about 95%, but last year our ICD-10 accuracy rate was at about 57% nationwide, nationwide, so that just tells you there is a lot of room for improvement. Also contributing to that is the ICD-10 coding system updates yearly that change DRGs every year, and it makes it challenging for coders to keep up their knowledge base and maintain that high accuracy rate. But really what I can't stress enough, Mike, is the importance of clinical documentation that's accurate, complete, compliance, and timely. Really, the documentation is the most important key to accurate coding in DRG assignments. With the new specific codes in ICD-10, they're all great, but if the provider documentation is not specific enough, specific enough uh, to allow correct code assignment, then you're in trouble. Okay. Laura, what are some of the challenges for hospitals that are looking to do DRG optimization? Well, often I hear, Mike, that, and it's true, that DRG optimization does require resources because you've got to have the staff and the time um, to put into the actual process itself. And that's why leveraging a revenue cycle vendor is one option that can really lighten the load and the expense of DRG validation. The days of manual coding audits are behind us, and there's new technology in place today that allows hospitals to look at hundreds of claims and analyze them in just a few minutes. And really that comes from the premise, Mike, that for a long time, for several years, we've known that RAC auditors and other payer auditors were able to review hundreds of records at a few minutes. So now hospitals can also do that, which kind of levels the playing field. Uh, the claims that are flagged and can then be fall out for further review and be looked at by an experienced coding analyst. So there's many, many benefits to it, including timeliness, uh, the volume that you can review, and it also causes a reduction in claim denials. Uh, the other, I think, real challenge is hospitals are so busy right now, there's competing priorities. The, you know, that there's a, that challenge with all the initiatives that, that hospitals have going on, you know, be it improvement activities, be it um, EMR updates, but DRG optimization can actually help offset the cost of some of these initiatives. So it is a win in the eyes of hospital finance leaders. Indeed, and I'm, I'm wondering if you can uh, expand on that and talk about some of the additional advantages that hospitals can achieve uh, when they engage in DRG optimization. Well, Mike, besides the obvious increase in revenue that's found during DRG optimization, there's the compliance assurance of knowing that you've had a really strong double check system for your revenue integrity. Also, when reviewing inpatient claims for DRG optimization, hospitals can take advantage of the workflow by including a review of other compliance and regulatory issues. So some of the things that can be worked into the workflow of DRG optimization is a look at medical necessity, a look at quality measures, hospital-acquired conditions, and that's really just naming a few. So these benefits really multiply uh, the benefit of DRG optimization and ultimately result in better coding, better clinical documentation, and cleaner claims.
Uh, great detail there, Laura. And um, for those in our audience who might like to get a look at uh, the, the research report that we've uh, talked about here today or the white paper itself, just head on over to Bessler.com forward slash insights. You can click on the revenue integrity tab that you see there on the page, and that will take you to an area where you can get to all of those resources. Laura, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. You're welcome, Mike. Thank you. This concludes today's episode of the Hospital Finance Podcast. For show notes and additional resources to help you protect and enhance revenue at your hospital, visit Bessler.com forward slash podcasts. The Hospital Finance Podcast is a production of Bessler. Smart about revenue, tenacious about results.